Hello, everyone. So, look, I was scrolling through lyrics.com and I was looking for joy to the world and, you know, came across Whitney Houston. You know, I tell you the truth. This song, who would imagine a king? I remember when I was younger, Jesus, I mean, you know, my son Sidney was born in 1996, right? Didn't realize this movie came out in 1997, Preacher's Wife. And I always liked the movie because, you know, she was singing. Like, I just love Whitney Houston, her voice. I mean, of an angel. You know, it is what it is. It's sad that she died at such a young age, you know, um, because of her addictions. You know what I mean? Like, people don't get it. So many people die from drug overdose, you all, on a daily basis, and... We seem to ignore the fact that there are people out there who truly need help. And regardless of their status, you know, on a billboard chart or anything like that, I mean, this is just real, you all. People have issues. People have struggles. Many people suffer, you know, from depression. My God, you know, um, anxiety, like... We see their highlights, you know. A lot of singers, Jesus, think about it. Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Prince, for God's sake. You know, all of these great people died way too soon. I mean, they were young, you understand? But they had that thing called what? A drug addiction, which was obviously from where they suffered from depression and things like that. And they were trying to, Jesus, get a quick fix. And then that quick fix came, became an addiction, you all. You know, regardless, I don't think you all understand it. There's so many different addictions out there. Yours may not be. Yours may not be drugs because you're dealing with depression secretly and silently. You know what I mean? Yours may be alcohol. It may be women. It may be men. It may be, you know, Jesus, retail therapy, as people call it, where you're just spending foolishly. You know, constantly spending money on people, places, and things. Money that you really don't even have just to try to get a temporary high, fix, joy. You know, all these false things that you only get for a moment. And then once all of that is gone and once you're sober again, you've got to go back to your reality. There are so many people that are against counseling when I promise you counseling could fix more of these addictions than you all could possibly imagine. The fact that you could go to counseling and talk to someone and you know that they will not repeat anything you say as long as you are not planning on hurting anyone or yourself. But no, this thing that people have is pride and you feel like you can't talk to anyone. No, the truth is you can't talk to the people closest to you because all they're going to do is turn around and repeat what you said to them. So true. You can't talk to some people. And unfortunately, it's the people closest to you, the people in your family and the people that you know. 
That's the reason for a counselor, someone who don't know you. They don't know your past. They don't care about your past. They're not there to judge you. They're there to help you get through and cope with what you are going through. You know what I mean? For you to be a better individual. I mean, I'm telling you all the truth. I had to go to counseling for my anger management, you all, because my anger was stirred up from when I was a young child. I mean, a little girl. So make no mistake about it. Like, so I know what it's like and and counseling helped me and so did Jesus. But make no mistake about it. Some of you need counseling and Jesus. Honestly, I had to have counseling. I had to have medicine and I had to have Jesus but by the grace of God all I need now is Jesus and my B-I-B-L-E you understand where I'm coming from but there's levels and there's steps to this thing and so many of you man I've been watching on social media man I'm not even able to comment on some of y'all posts because like I can see where some of you are posting just to get attention because you're starving for attention. And the sad part is some of you are married couples and y'all posting on social media wanting the world to show y'all attention. And it just shows that you're in a marriage, but yet you're lonely. I mean, and then some of you people are in relationships and y'all on social media posting so much. And my God from Zion, I mean, and it just shows that you're not getting the attention that you need from the person that's living with you or that you're sleeping with but you're going to social media and you want strangers to sit up there and validate you people let me help you out on today if you can and if you've got the money man go find you a counselor and pay for a therapy session where you can just talk and let out everything that you're going through so you will stop going to social media for the attention understand like what i'm sharing with you all on social media is to help you all be a better individual i promise because i've been where you are like that's why i'm able to see it so clearly like it's not that i'm judging you all i'm trying to help you all i'm trying to help you all i'm trying to help you all be set free and delivered in the mighty name of jesus this life this walk with life this journey in life is not easy it's not easy for any of us but god never told us that it would be easy but he told us that all things are possible through christ And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Understand that part. As long as it is according to his will and in his plan for my life. Make no mistake about it. We cannot keep misinterpreting scripture. We cannot. But I'm telling you all, like, I I watch some of you all. I mean, especially, man, like, I, I, I hate to even just come out with this like this. But, like, some of you gospel singers... It's not even all of you gospel singers, but like for those of you who can agree with this, ain't no point in getting upset with me. I'm just sitting up here trying to let you know you need to go to counseling. You know, I love to hear when a person admits that they go to counseling because it shows their strength. That is not a weakness because it lets people know it's okay to go to counseling so for those of you who go to counseling i salute you and for those of you who are a counselor i salute you keep doing what you're doing because you are helping people believe it believe it it's the truth you are helping people i've gone to counseling i know that it helped me and it helped me get set free and delivered in the mighty name of jesus including with what god jesus yes the power you feel me the power of the blood you know it's it's real it's real but like some of you got so much pride that you don't want to go to counseling but yet you sitting up here lashing out on social media or you're constantly posting trying to get attention i mean look honey like let me tell you something 
like we don't we really don't even want to keep seeing what's going on in your life i mean like especially you married folks like stop posting all the time and spend that time with your family like because the world really don't care like i I don't know who done lied to y'all let y'all know think that we want to see all your business but we really don't like keep it in your house you feel me like y'all wonder why y'all go through so much warfare but y'all sitting up here throwing everything on social media like stop throwing everything on social media because people really don't care like at the end of the day people really do not care i mean especially you married couples like why like i I don't understand it because i'm telling you jesus one thing's for sure and two things for certain when you're happily married you don't sit up here and try to prove to the world that you're happily married period point blank i ain't making this up y'all know it's the truth when you're in a relationship and you're happy you're not constantly posting on social media to show people that you're happy no you're too busy entertaining one another i mean nine times out of ten your phone not even on truth be told your computer not on truth be told like when you're in a real loving relationship, the last thing you want to do is scroll social media because there ain't nothing on social media that can entertain you when you can entertain yourselves at home. And it's the whole truth. Period. Point blank. You ain't got to like it, but it's real. As for those of you who are always posting on social media and you're married or in a relationship, I mean, like, Jesus, you obviously are not happy. You're too busy wanting attention from non-factors. Uh, people that you do know but you're trying to prove a point to them and everybody can see through the charade and the shenanigans i mean cut it out yo don't like nobody care no one cares like really like they really don't care and some of them probably too afraid to tell you that they don't care so they just you know ignore your post altogether and then other people will tell you they don't care and then you get mad and start throwing up all kind of emotional posts on social media like people care and in reality, go to counseling, yo. My brother, my sister, go to counseling. <laughs> like, straight up, go to counseling. Some of y'all got counselors in y'all family, and y'all won't even go to counseling. Why? Because it's your family member. Man, find a counselor that's not your family member. Do whatever it is you got to do. But, like, yo, my brother, please go to counseling. Hey, sis please go to counseling like straight up and down and like this not directed towards one individual because it's many of you that I see doing this and once again you know I used to be that individual so I'm not making fun of you I'm just saying I see you the world sees you and we're all like my god go to counseling you feel me and if you're happily married or happily in a relationship you ain't gotta post to social media every hour (laughs) I mean like god where's your mate but anyway, um, you know, so I was looking up songs, you know, it was like joy to the world. Cause you know, I mean, seriously, joy to the world. And you know, and Whitney Houston, she can sing. I'm not no Whitney Houston, you know, I'm just Rosalina Akinola. But, uh, who could imagine the king? So I'm looking at the lyrics, right? And I haven't heard this song and I don't know how long, but like, the lyrics like I'm a woman I love listening to lyrics like I like beats to songs but I love lyrics more um you know I realize that some of you people be so deep right and uh y'all be like oh secular music and all this and all that and here's the whole truth about that too you know we need to be careful what we you know open our ear gate to when it comes to secular music but also even gospel music because some of these gospel singers are using secular 
music as well. Like, y'all sit up here and y'all be trying to, like, kill people in the world. But, like, gospel artists are doing the same thing, yo. So, like, we need to be very careful and stop trying to be so deep about everything. And it's just the whole truth. Um, Because there are some gospel songs that I literally be thinking about when I was at the club, when I used to go dancing, yo. Like, I mean, it's real. So, we need to be very careful with our words, period. All of us. I mean, myself included. So, uh, but the truth is, I don't want to listen to no gospel songs and then think about being in the club dancing. And that's just the whole truth. And you ain't got to like it, but it is what it is. So if I don't like your music, don't listen to your music, don't buy your music, don't get offended. I mean, make something original, straight up and down. Make something authentic, straight up and down. Make something that truly glorifies God, period, point blank. However, you know, um, and it is what it is. Like y'all, y'all got to get out y'all feelings and start getting in y'all Bible, please. And thank you. I mean, like Jesus Christ, like my God from Zion, go get some counseling. If you need the medicine, get it too. However, golly, I mean, here's the regiment medicine. I'm the right regiment. Okay. Like medicine. If you need it, if you don't thank God for you feeling me. But some of y'all need medicine, yo. It's the truth is the light of the world, and you ain't gotta like it. I mean, you go take a a a a, a, a you go get a they say a jab in your arm or something you don't even know what's in it. I mean, dang God, at least you can go take something that you know has been tested and proved to work on people and get you some help for that mind of yours that's going the crazy. I mean, y'all, 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 y'all just so funny. Like, y'all against one medicine, but y'all not against another medicine. Me, personally, I'm not against any medicines because I know God make doctors to make medicines. You know what I mean? He makes pharmacists. You know what I mean? Like, I know the power of God and how he gives people different gifts and talents. So, I don't sit up here and be going like, oh, I'm just against stuff because I would be lying to you all. I'm not against it. I'm just cautious. I know that certain medicines, you know, have certain side effects I research things uh you know that type of thing and then you know you got to know if you can trust your doctor because some doctors will try to give you stuff just to you know make you be a you know like a lab rat you know like a guinea pig you know just testing different stuff on you to see if it work or not so you know it's really about what type of doctor you have that's talking to you as well are they honest or are they after just you know the insurance money and you know if you're a person that just has money are they just after your money these are things and questions that you need to start to ask yourself and ask god to guide you to a doctor that he has truly chosen not a person that has just gone to school um to become a doctor because they know doctors make good money but then yet have no bedside manner and yet do not care for the life of people and it's the whole truth because there's many good doctors but there's many doctors that are just after money and this is true and i'm just trying to help you all out you know give me your free information you can go research it yourself You'll find it to be true. You'll find it to be true. But seriously, though, those of you who are suffering from depression, 
Like, stop going to social media, you all, and go get a counselor, please. Like, you may not even need medication. You just need somebody that'll listen to you because you feel like the people around you don't care anything about you, which some of them probably don't. They just probably care about what they can get from you. I mean, this happens to us. Like, I mean, it happened to me, but, you know, but God, you feel me? Like, you know... Like, the way God made me, I've always had thick skin. When I look back over my life and and I just think about just certain situations, and <laughs> like, my family members used to always stay mad at me because, like, I would be kind to them and I would give to them. But, like, if they crossed me, like, it was like whatever. You know, I cut people off and I think nothing of it. I don't look back. I keep on moving forward. And they would be like, Rosina, you mean? No, 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 I'm not. You know, I gave you a chance. You feel me? Like, I was kind to you. I gave you. I gave you my time. I gave you money. Man, shoot. Man, if I had to take care of your kids, bring your kids in the house, I mean, I did all of these things. So at the end of the day, you took advantage of me. So now I'm cutting you off. And it is what it is. You ain't got to like it. Call me mean. Call me what you want. But as long as I was doing for you, I was like, okay, I was the best person in the world. So at the end of the day, don't come to me with that. Like, I was good to you. You took it for granted. And now it's over. Period, point blank. You ain't got to like it, but it is what it is. You know, you got to cut off toxic people. It don't matter if it's your family members or not. So God always gave me that tough skin. I mean, I've done it with, I mean, it's real tall. Like, you know, you take advantage of me. Like, and the craziest thing is I give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, I give people second chances. I give them third chances. But see, three strikes, you're out. Adios, amigos. I ain't got time to be playing with you. I'm more dedicated. Life is too short for me to be wasting on people that don't want to. I'm not going to treat me right. I mean, I'm just being real. I'm not the best person in the world. Man, I am not perfect. But I do have a heart, and I do care, and I do love people, and it's genuine. So at the end of the day, once you take that love for granted, well, adios, amigos. I'm cutting you off, man. Listen, like, listen. I'm stomping on the head of the serpent, then I'm cutting it off. Like, I don't have time for you snakes, man. Like, there's so many snakes around here. Like, and many of you are surrounded by a bunch of snakes just hissing, hissing, hissing. They calling your sister. They calling your brother. They calling you pastor. They calling you bishop. They calling you apostle. They calling you, I could have more thought of prophet. They're calling you teacher. They're calling you preacher. I'm going to this. They're calling you evangelist. I'm going to say. And all they are, a bunch of snakes out to get you. I'm telling you, know, you know, you know, you know, you know, man, I, I just really pray that you all ask God for discernment. Pray for God to give you the spirit of discernment. Seriously, man, because y'all got to know there are people out to just use you and abuse you. Some people are truly there to love you and help you and encourage you and see you do well in life and then others are there to just drain every ounce of good out of you and it's the truth i've seen it so many times in so many different situations you know i just really thank god for discernment though like i just truly pray that the lord gives you the gift of discernment and this is the whole truth because in this day and age you must know the difference between good and evil you all because too many people are calling evil good and too many people are calling good evil and you need discernment to know truly what is good and what is evil my god from zion i'm telling you your discernment will pick up what is good even through 
Facebook live videos. Like, y'all think I'm lying. These TikTok videos, these Instagram videos, these YouTube videos. And it'll be able to pick up what is good and what is evil. Like, discernment is that strong, you all. Like, I promise you, you will know when it is of God and you will know when it is of Satan. I mean, I am not lying to you all. Like, y'all just really need to pray for the, I could almost say the gift of discernment, sweet Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Like, I, I could almost so to see. It's the truth, you all. It's the truth, Jesus. It's the truth. Do you all not know that the gift of discernment will save you from making so many foolish mistakes with the wrong people? I mean, I'm being honest. I'm talking about all the way down to your business decisions. I'm talking about these covenants that you are in unknowingly. Because, see, like, I'm going to be real. Like, there were covenants I made unknowingly. And right after I made it, God was like, rose. And then started showing me everything. Literally. This has been going on in my life for a long time, and, 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 and I'm noticing it now. It's like where a person may be able to, like, use manipulation on me. It's like once, it's like once, it's like I'm in agreement. Got to be like, watch it, Rose. And then I got to draw back instantly. Like, I don't think y'all get it. I don't think y'all get it. I don't think I mean it's it's really amazing. I can't even explain it. It's indescribable. It's indescribable. But the gift of discernment is a wonderful gift to have and it's really a must have. Like if you don't have it, you will get caught up. You will get caught up, man. You'll get caught up in some things that only God can get you out of. And it's just the whole truth. Jesus, 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 it's the whole truth, man. <laughs> you know, I like this song, Who Would Imagine a King? Because it's about people with children, you know, because this is just truth. The lyrics. And I'm not even really trying to sing right now. Like, I'm just, it's the lyrics. And, and it just reminds me, this song literally reminds me of when I was in labor with little Sydney and all the people that came to the hospital. <laughs> and we're all waiting. And I've got the pictures of everybody that were there waiting. And this song, it just reminds me, it's just, a, it's a great memory. A great memory. A great memory. You know, God, I miss my son, man. I can only imagine how all you moms and dads are feeling who have lost children, whether it be the cancer. Car accident, drowning, miscarriage, stillborn. Murder. You know, we have so many dreams for our children. 
We want the best for our children. We have so much hope <laughs> for our children. Even when they don't have it for themselves. <laughs> Including our grown children. Jesus. Including our, what I say, our grown children. And, uh, Jesus. It's just the truth. It's the truth. Especially in this wicked world we live in. We just want our children to grow up and be successful. Have a chance to grow up and be successful. My God. So many of us are breaking bloodline curses, man. That were here on this earth before we were even born from our ancestors. And we just want our children to live long, healthy, prosperous lives in the mighty name of Jesus. We do. But what we've got to understand is that our children have to want to live a long, healthy, and prosperous life. It's just the whole truth. We can want it. We can pray for it. But God, if they don't realize that that's what they desire. You know, we can't force anybody to do anything. You know, we can lead a horse to water, but we can't force them to drink. We can't force our kids to do anything. We can give them the advice. Lord knows, pray to God that it's wisdom that you're giving them. Pray that they're listening. Even if in that moment they're not really responding, that later on they'll go back over what you said to them in their quiet time and realize that you truly gave them sound and wise advice and that you want the best for them you don't want them to struggle the way that you did but we gotta learn that spoiling our children is not the answer giving them everything that they want and ask for is not the answer it's actually hindering them it's making them ungrateful Because as soon as you don't get them what they want and what they ask for, they let you know how ungrateful they truly are. <laughs> and it's the truth is it hurts. It hurts. It actually hurts. It hurts for a moment, but then you get over it. And you be like, oh, well. It's your loss. Now that I see that you're ungrateful and unappreciative, I'm not about to waste anything else on you. There's too many kids in the world that are in need. (laughs) Why waste time and money on ungrateful children? Give them to the Lord and let God deal with them and handle that situation. 
and help the kids that you can help who need your help, who don't have nothing, don't have much. But they have love in their heart and gratitude for every little thing that they receive. And that's the difference. Unfortunately, many kids in America are ungrateful. Many adults in America are ungrateful. 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 You know, what I've come to realize, having a roof over my head, whether it's a house or an apartment, is a blessing. Why? Because I've been homeless before with a child. So, what you all don't understand, you know, I I was talking to God and I'm like, I'm a single woman. Like, there's nothing wrong with me living in an apartment. Like, I got a roof over my head. Like, there's nothing wrong with me living in this apartment, like, in all honesty, because I'm a single woman. You know, if anything break, what, call the landlord and what, they'll call the maintenance. You know, I don't have to worry about keeping the yard together. You know, if anything messes up, I can call the office and they call maintenance. You know what I mean? All I got to do is pay my rent on time every month. Keep my utilities up and make sure I don't destroy the apartment. You know, when I lived in the house as a single woman, you know, if anything broke, if the landlord didn't come out, I had to get a handyman to come in and fix it. You know, I had to make sure I paid somebody to come and keep my grass cut and all of that stuff. And I mean, just like when I'm thinking about it, like, you know, it was harder for me to maintain a house than it is an apartment because I can call, like I said, the office and then the maintenance come out with no problem. In a house, you know, Jesus, it's harder to maintain as a single woman. You know, I'm not married. So, like, there's nothing wrong with me living in an apartment. And, frankly, there's nothing wrong with living in an apartment even if you're married. as Because at the end of the day, as long as you're not homeless, sleeping under a bridge or sleeping in a car. Because I have met married couples who are sleeping in vans with their children. My God from Zion. And all of their clothes in the back of the van. And I went and got them something to eat. It's amazing how some of you have been blessed and you forgot where you came from. It's just amazing. Like, y'all have made it like living in the house is just like awesome. When in all reality is the fact if you have a roof over your head, that is truly the blessing. I've lived in houses, yay, the space, yay, right? But at the end of the day, my utility bill was higher, my rent was higher, keeping the yard and everything. Everything about the house was more expensive than it is about this apartment. Like, you know, I think about those type of things because the enemy will try to make me think, that since I'm in an apartment now that I'm less than. But see, I've already lived in the houses. So, like, I know what it's like to live in a house. I'm not missing out on anything. Believe that. I'm not missing out on nothing. 
in a I'm in a smaller space that I can actually maintain as a single woman. So there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's just the enemy will try to make you think that you're not living up to par when the blessing is having a roof over your head. It's not about how big the roof is. It's not about how high the ceiling is, you know. And it's crazy because it'd be church folk, yo. Like, they be having that mindset, like, from when they lived in the world. I mean, I thank God I don't still have that mindset because I would be mad that I'm in an apartment. I would be like, man, I just need to get me a house right now because uh, this apartment is beneath me. The devil is a liar, and you are too, man. Look here. I got a roof over my head. Man, the heat works. My God, what? And whenever I have an issue, I can call the office and call the maintenance line, baby, and it's fixed. So for those of you who live in an apartment, man, don't feel bad about that. Because, see, I've met a lot of people who lived in houses, and I'm talking about these are these are very wealthy people. They're older people, and they lived in houses, right? And um, truth be told, they're white people. And um, I remember I was working down west, and I met these women. I'm talking about they were just so pretty and dolled up. And um, they told me that they were living in a two-bedroom apartment. They had a house, but, you know, they had to move to a two-bedroom apartment because their husband had died. And, you know, they only needed the house while they were married. But once, you know, they were widows, all they needed was a little apartment because there was no point in keeping a house and have to, you know, do the upkeeping of the house, you know. And I was like, wow. And, you know, like, like, you know, we all know my son had died and then my other son living with his dad. And then, you know, it was just me and my daughter. So, you know, like technically we no longer needed the four bedroom houses. We just needed a two bedroom apartment. Right. So I didn't feel bad about living in a two bedroom because, you know, like once people are no longer in your home, you know, and then like even my mom was dead. So like, and my mama was living with me majority of all that time. So like you got to think two people had died and then my son you know, gone to live with his dad. And then it was just me and my daughter. So like, I really did not need the houses anymore. And God brought that to my attention as well, because like, actually those houses would have kept me in depression because there were too many memories of me and my children and my mother and my family members in those houses. And so it makes sense to me why he moved me out of those places into this new place, because I don't have all those horrifying, hurtful, sad, depressing memories where I'm at now. And that has helped me heal at an exceedingly fast pace. And I get it now. Like, I mean, it's been six years since Sydney passed away. It'll be six years Sunday. So, like... God has me reflecting on like what he was doing in my life all this time and why things were happening so quickly and why he removed people out of my life so quickly. And it's because I'm learning the lessons quickly. Like I'm I'm not, it's not taking me a long time to understand what he doing or read through people's bull crap or you know anything like that like I mean like it's like an exceedingly fast rate that it, it actually for a moment it scared me 
And I was like, God, you got to slow down. And he was like, nah, like I needed you yesterday. So I'm giving you everything now. Like, cause he be downloading stuff in me and it'll put me down, yo. Like I'm talking about, I will go to sleep and it's like, I've got to like sleep off what he has downloaded in his brain of mine. Cause my brain will literally be on overload you all. Cause like God be downloading stuff in my brain, like a computer. Like, I don't think you all get it, but it's really indescribable, but that's like the easiest way to do it. Like the download speed when you're downloading a program into a computer and how fast it downloads. And then you got to give the computer time to update. Like it's literally how my brain be working when God get the download and stuff. Like there's so much knowledge in here from the Holy Spirit. Jesus, it's, it's just in revelation and things like that. So he has me. You know, I I have to self-reflect and and look at, like, how far he has brought me. And 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 Jesus, like, it's it's just so fast. But, like, me talking to other people, and especially women, you know, because these women lost husbands. So they let the houses go and went into apartments because that's just the wise thing to do when you're a single woman. (laughs) Like, hello, spoiler alert. Like, single women, I I get it. Y'all want the big house and all of that. Do y'all realize how much money y'all send up our spending and keeping that house up and everything as a single woman, unmarried, just because you want to show people a house? I mean, I have my kids and my mom, so it's different for you ladies. I get you ladies that got y'all kids and all of that, so I ain't talking about that. But I'm talking about, like, you, you single women, like, either your kids are grown and gone out of your house, or you just don't have kids at all. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all sitting up here worrying about what other people think, but yet y'all struggling to pay y'all bills. Like, that don't even make sense, yo. But anyway, I can't tell y'all how to spend y'all money. I'm just trying to help y'all stop wasting money, because y'all sitting up here listening to people on social media that make y'all think y'all gotta have a house man the blessing is having a roof over your head period point blank but many of you all don't know that because you've never been homeless but if you were ever homeless you would know that having a roof over your head is the blessing it's not about the size of the house it's about having a roof over your head and and it's real it's real Think about it. It's about to be very cold, and there's a lot of homeless people out there right now trying to find somewhere to lay their head and have a warm place to go and a warm bed to sleep in, but yet you cozy in your house every night. You know, you people, y'all, especially you church folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of more thought of so. It's just amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Jesus. But these lyrics, man. Man, God is doing something in so many of y'all lives, but y'all too busy to see it. It's too loud in your atmosphere for you to hear it. Many of you are busy going nowhere. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. It's just amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know. You know, to each his own. Y'all, y'all go do what y'all want to do anyway, but, you know.
It's just crazy. It's just crazy. But, you know, y'all go do what y'all want to do. And that's cool. You know, God gave us all free will choice. So, it is what it is. It is what it is. Mm-mm-mm. It is what it is. It is what it is. Jesus. If you believe anything is possible. <laughs> Jesus. Mommies and daddies. <laughs> I'm really not even trying to sing. It's just these lyrics. And you could grow up to be anything. But who would imagine a king? A shepherd or a teacher is what you could be. Or maybe a fisherman out on the sea. Or maybe a carpenter building things. But who would imagine a king? It was so clear when the wise men arrived and the angels were singing your name that the world would be different because you were alive. That's what heaven stood still to proclaim. One day an angel said quietly that soon he would bring something special to me. And of all those wonderful gifts he could bring, Who would imagine? Who could imagine? Who would imagine a king? (laughs) It's just those lyrics, man. Because mommies and daddies always believe that their little angels are special indeed. And you could grow up to be anything. But who would imagine a king? We want so much for our children. We want the best for our children. We do. We do. You know, we do. We just want the best for our kids. We always want the best for our kids. No matter what. Especially in this wicked world that we live in. So I'm going to leave you with this. First John and 4. King James Version. Beloved. Let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loveth. Is born of God. And knoweth God. I pray you all. Stay encouraged. Do not become worried and well-doing. Know that if God be for you, who can be against you? Know that we are in this world, but we are not to be conformed to this world. If you need help, go seek counseling. There is nothing wrong with counseling. 
because this is a time when we all need someone to talk to. And it's just the whole truth. We like to make it seem like we have it all put together. For some reason, we just like to pretend. We like to try to make people think that things are better than what they truly are when we don't have to pretend. When you pretend, that's when you're constantly trying to prove yourself to other people and trying to get other people's approval who will never in life approve of you. And it's not worth it. Do you realize all you're doing is draining yourself? You're not helping yourself. You know, when someone loves you, this is just the truth. Things become easier when you're truly loved by the people that you're surrounded with, whether it be your spouse, your your mate, church members, family, like friends, foes, you know, heck, some co-workers even, you know what I mean? Some neighbors even. Like, Jesus, like, you all got to know that when you're surrounded by people that love you, you are not drained. You are empowered. You are strengthened. They build you up because iron sharpens iron. Like, straight up and down, iron sharpens iron. When a person sees somebody down and struggling, we encourage one another. We don't tear you down and kick you down while you're already down. We try to find a way to encourage you and build you up and give you strength to keep on going and keep on moving. In Jesus' name, we do not. Sit up here and make fun of your pain. We do not judge you, ridicule you, gossip about you. We try to build you up. We intercede in prayer for you on your behalf. We go into fasting on your behalf. My God from Zion. You all must understand that this is not a joke. This is not a game. Everybody's going through something. And when the Lord places someone on your heart, you need to go into prayer and intercede for them. Not gossip about them. Not call everybody talking about what God told you about somebody. That is not the end game. That is not the goal. The goal is to win every soul to Christ. I'm going to say help everybody. I'm going to say we are to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Make no mistake about it. But when you see people that are struggling with their salvation, you just got to give them a push. Push. Pray until something happens. Push. Say, be a midwife. I'm going to say, I'm going to in a spiritual realm. Push. I'm going to say, so they can birth that thing up out of them. Look at it. Push. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, because we got to cast down every imaginary thought. I'm going to say, I'm going to that exhausts itself. I'm going to say, against God, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I pray you all. Stay encouraged, stay strong, keep on believing, keep loving, keep trusting, 
and obeying God in the mighty name of Jesus. Be blessed and stay encouraged.